It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, the week is starting to disappear on us already a Thursday. I hope everything that you've been hoping to get done this week is on track, especially anything relating to real estate. Today is August the 24th and plenty to talk about this morning. We have Lillian coming back to discuss her move to Dubai and a couple of days ago we were answering an email question from Ali about what he could buy between 650 and 700k dirhams and Mario fresh back from his trip to Italy I thought did a great breakdown job well today we have received your email Evelyn there in Montreal in Canada thank you for sending that through and you write thank you for the property information for Ali, would you be so kind to break down some prices in Abu Dhabi for a three-bedroom apartment with two bathrooms between the price range of 1.5 million and 1.8 million dirhams? And you say that you would love to know what that would buy you and your family of four, which includes two teenage boys. Well, you've got it. It sounds like another mission for us, and we'll get on to that next week. Well, I say us, but it's really Mario's going to be doing all the legwork for that, and we'll be able to bring you that next Tuesday, Evelyn. And just a reminder, if you'd like to send us an email, dubaipropertypodcast at gmail.com. That is our email address. We love getting your emails. Hey, don't forget that Matt Gregory and his team are back with me on Saturday with the Saturday morning property market update. All Always great to bring you the latest news around the UAE and across the last seven days. Each week, we bring you in-depth real estate discussions, including inspiring stories from homeowners, knowledgeable real estate professionals and economists. Whether you're a buyer, seller, or just a real estate enthusiast, we are your ultimate property podcast. The Dubai Property Podcast, where real estate meets lifestyle. And you might remember a couple of weeks ago, we caught up with Lillian, who gave us a really great breakdown in terms of all of what she is going through to not only just move from Sydney, Australia into Dubai, but she's also taking on this brand new career as a real estate agent. So let's welcome her back. Good morning, Lillian. Welcome back to the Dubai Property Podcast this morning. Hi, Craig. Thanks so much for having me back. We recently did a podcast on mortgages in the UAE with Samir from Mortgage Simplified. We talked about just how many different products were available in the marketplace for home finance. And I do recall being very surprised by the number that he rattled off. It was in the thousands. And you heard the podcast. And because that you're looking for a mortgage, you got in touch with Samir to discuss all of that. So tell us a little bit about that whole process because you are wanting to buy a property, you're wanting to get a mortgage, you get in touch with Samir to help with that process. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think it might help listeners if I actually go through the step-by-step process of what my husband and I are going through. So he is currently living in Dubai, he's been there for 18 months. He's renting in Dubai Marina a one-bedroom apartment. So there's the rear calculator and they're basically the body that uh, says what's the maximum and the average that an apartment of a certain size, a certain amount of bedrooms should be rented out at. Dubai Marina one-bedroom apartment, the maximum is is 87,000 dirhams. And just to give you a um, comparison, these prices are pre-COVID, so I think they haven't been updated lately. But uh, my husband is currently paying 135,000 dirham per year. So that's, you know, 50,000 more than the, the rear maximum. That's in one paycheck. So you pay it up front. So you do the math and it works out to be about 11,000-ish per month, which if you compare that to a mortgage repayment and going and purchasing your own property where you're not paying off someone else's mortgage, it's just a no-brainer for us. Just to give another number comparison, so we're paying that 11000 per month in rent. Samir has advised that, as an example, if you were to purchase a 1.35 million property at 20% deposit, you would be repaying 6500 per month. So that's wow. half of what we're currently paying on rent. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, it, it's quite huge. So, so we're obviously looking to buy. And um, the issue is that my husband, he works in cryptocurrency for a foreign-based company, and they're not officially based in Dubai. If you don't work for a UAE company, you can only borrow, um, sorry, you need to have a 20% deposit. If you do work for a UAE company, you need a uh 40%, sorry, it's the other way around, apologies, um, 40% deposit uh, if you don't work for a local company. And then if you add on that 10% extra for brokerage fees, registration, appraisal, all the, the legal fees that you have to pay, what you're really looking at is needing a 30% deposit. Yes, and those legal fees, you really do have to track those and you have to account for. And as I always say, you have to build in that contingency factor for when that budget does go over, when things are overlooked. And if you're comfortable, Lillian, it would be great to know what your own personal set of circumstances around the deposit for buying your apartment so we have 580,000 dirham deposit and for us whether we can get 80% financing or 60% is a difference between a 1.3 million property or a 2.7 million property mm. which is really really a big a big difference and as i mentioned i've been doing a lot of sub- suburb profiling look there's great places like emas the greens the lakes and meadows but i think they're more family focused you need a car there so we're looking in dubai marina business bay glt and the difference between that mortgage is one bedroom in the marina or a two to three bedroom in marina or business bay what we did as our first step was uh, we approached hsbc because we bank with them currently and they gave us approval in principle for 60% of the purchase price. So again, that means we had to have 40% deposit. And that was at a fixed rate of 6.55%. And then we thought, okay, this is great. We can go and make an offer on something. So we reached out to a mortgage broker from a company called AFB. 
And she actually said to us in 99% of these cases, it's called approval in principle. And what that means is that they say, yes, everything's great to go. And then you make an offer and then they do all these compliance checks. They come back, it goes to their risk department. And generally, because you are a foreigner not working for a local company, they say, no, sorry. So she said, okay, the only way to get around this is if you set up a company as an investor or a partner, and then you open a company account, and then for the next six months, you have to prove that there's salary going into that. Now, this causes several problems. Firstly, it's adding an extra six, seven months onto the process, which we all know in real estate, that time is money. And you also have to pay to set up the company in the first place. So we were quite disheartened and, um, you know, thinking, is this even possible? Can we do it? And that was when I heard your podcast with Samir Fire from Mortgage Simplified. He was so positive and so practical about his approach to helping that I thought, okay, I have to get in touch with um, with this professional. So he is currently working on getting us that 80% approved finance without the need of setting up a company. He's given us a template of a letter that my husband's employer just needs to write and say that they support him working in Dubai for the business and that he's got an ongoing role there. And then Samir has actually given us a preliminary product with a rate at 4.99% fixed, which is significantly better than HSBC. And fingers crossed, this is all going to work out. And uh, by the time I get to Dubai in six weeks, we might be able to start making offers on apartments. Wow, that's pretty cool. Good on you, Samir. Glad that he was of service there. And just for the person that is listening at home, they might be at the gym, they might be in their car, they're thinking about moving from one country to Dubai. What's been the hardest thing, do you think, for you in terms of mindset and what you have learned about the market just to move into to establish yourself in the market? That's a really great question. I will be completely honest with you and say that the cultural difference is something that I am um, going to embrace, but also in some ways need to make some compromises on. So I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but as a woman, I need a no objection certificate letter from my husband, which basically states that my husband has no objection to me working. This is a bureaucracy thing that I uh, have had some issues with, but then I've been listening to your podcast for a few months and you've had on some incredible women such as um, Tatiana Leskova from S&P Global and then you've had on Nia Gaskin from Better Homes and Better Homes was actually started by a woman called Linda Mahoney in the 1980s in her Dubai kitchen. And you've had all these amazing women on. You had Lucy Parker a couple of weeks ago. And this is why I think the podcast is so important because it's giving me this impression that I actually can't get from anywhere else. They're not going to publish these stories in newspapers where I hear about how these women's careers are really thriving in the Emirates and they're getting a lot of support and it's nurturing and they are leaders in their fields. And that to me is just really um, heartwarming and I'm really excited about coming over. Well, thank you for those comments about the podcast. And you're right, women are certainly thriving in their different careers. And it sounds like you too are going to thrive once you land and take up that new position in real estate, starting off this whole new real estate career and looking to buy property for you and your husband. We wish you all the best in that. And once again, thank you for sharing your stories with our listeners 
this morning. I'm sure that they're taking something positive away from that. And thanks for coming on to the Dubai Property Podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute privilege. From off-plan investments to the latest development projects and luxury branded residences, we cover everything on the Dubai Property Podcast. It's time to go back to the real estate vault for this week's property comment. Yeah, I mean, it's well, I definitely moved over here for a better lifestyle compared to the, compared to the UK and lots of British people, I suppose, uh, French and, you know, people from New York are coming over too for the same reason. You can see that some of their markets are really plummeting now. Uh, a couple of my friends selling in the UK, they're getting less than they expected and they're looking to invest overseas, mainly Dubai, because of the high return on investment being about 8 to 10%. Uh, um, in these other areas, you can see 2 to 3% if you're lucky and it's not a down market, which it is right now. It's a crazy figure as well that now this year, uh, 3,200 millionaires in the UK are actually leaving. And safe to assume quite a lot of those are going to come to Dubai, which has actually overtaken the amount of millionaires leaving Russia this year. It's, it's, it's insane, but it's not it's not too unbelievable. I mean, all the things happening there and the attractive, you know, the safety factors in Dubai, the high return on investment and just the lifestyle as well is really attracting all of those wealthy individuals here. We are your local source for unbiased expert insights into the world of real estate. We are not a real estate company. Our only objective is to help you better understand the real estate market. And we have been talking on the Dubai Property Podcast about the Chinese buyers who are increasingly investing in the Dubai property market, particularly due to the reopening of China's borders post-COVID. But that's not the only thing. If you have a look at the pressure right now on the China property market, I tell you, it is in a very, very dire situation. And of of course, that is motivating the Chinese investors to return to the Dubai property market. They are attracted by these high rental yields. And let's not forget the other thing that they're attracted by, and that is investor-friendly regulations. In fact, many expats like those friendly regulations. And if you have a look at Dubai's residential property prices that have not gone unnoticed by the Chinese, They have risen 17% year-on-year in Q2, marking the 10th consecutive quarter of expansion. So it is something that we are going to see a lot more of, more of the Chinese moving into Dubai. Ready to take your real estate knowledge to the next level? So are we. And isn't it intriguing just how much of a connection we have with our phones? Do you think that's getting stronger year on year? I think so, particularly when you look at the urge to respond instantly. That seems to be changing and the way that we're engaging with each other. For instance, yesterday, classic example, I'm mid-sentence. I hear the vibration go off with the person I'm talking to opposite me. They whipped out their phone. I call it the phone lunge to check on their text message. And then... (laughs) 
when they finished looking, they looked up at me rather gingerly, realising, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I was actually in a conversation. But, you know, it's kind of an automatic thing that people do. It's a reminder of just how much the technology has woven itself into our lives, interrupting even the most meaningful of conversations. So are we gradually losing the art of undistracted dialogue? We probably lost that a few years ago, many would say. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.